Good morning, family. We're in the month of October and fall is in the air. That means that Thanksgiving is not too far away. While it's a bit early, I'd like us to think about Thanksgiving and maybe get a leg up on the holiday, okay? For what are you thankful? How do you express your gratefulness or your thankfulness? Well, let's look at Luke chapter 17. And here we find a story about showing thanks. It's a story about being grateful. It's Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. Hear the word of the Lord. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten men with skin diseases approached him. Keeping their distance from him, they raised their voices and said, Jesus, Master, show us mercy. When Jesus saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. As they left, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw that he had been healed, returned and praised God with a loud voice. He fell on his face at Jesus' feet and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus replied, Weren't ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? No one returned to praise God except this foreigner? Then Jesus said to him, Get up and go. Your faith has healed you. This is the word of God for you, the people of God. So we say, thanks be to God. How would you describe Jesus? Loving, kind, gracious, compassionate, forgiving? Those are all good words. But one of the words we can use to describe Jesus is the word peripatetic. Isn't that a fancy word? It's not a theological word. It simply means to move around or to walk around from place to place. Jesus did that. He covered a lot of territory in the three years of his ministry. And as far as we can tell, he covered all of them on foot. From the stories that we have about him, we can see that he met lots of people while he was walking around Galilee, Judea, Samaria, and beyond. He seemed to have been easily accessible to folks who needed him. And in today's gospel, Jesus was walking toward Jerusalem. He approached a village where he met ten men who suffered from leprosy, a disease of the skin. The ten called out to Jesus. They couldn't get close to him because of their disease. They were required to keep themselves separate, to stay away. So they called out to him from a distance. And did you notice that they did not ask to be healed? Isn't that interesting? Instead, they asked for mercy. Somehow they knew that if Jesus saw their physical condition, he would have pity on them. Maybe his reputation as a man of compassion and healing preceded him. Well, in fact, Jesus did see them. Of course he did. And after seeing them, he told them to go and show themselves to the priests. This was Jesus' way of telling them to obey the law of Moses. Because in the law, only a priest could pronounce someone as healed. Now, here comes the interesting part. Why should they show themselves as they are without any healing? Even though Jesus never touched them or gave them any medicine, the ten lepers obeyed and headed south toward Jerusalem where a priest would be found. It's a fascinating scene, isn't it? 
a call for mercy, a response that shows mercy, an assurance that comes without any question or comment from Jesus, and no specific requests made by the lepers. Well, the lepers immediately obeyed and started on their way to go find a priest. Did they talk among themselves? Did they wonder to each other what would happen when they found a priest? We don't know. But what we do know is that one of them suddenly became aware of the changes on his skin. He saw the ugly rash disappear. He felt his hands regain their wholeness. He probably dropped the shawl covering his head and touched his face. He was whole. He was clean. And as his body was restored, he felt gratitude wash over him. So he turned around and ran back to Jesus. He knew that what happened to him was good. And he knew that the source of that goodness was Jesus. So he ran. Wouldn't you? He ran back to the village to find Jesus. And when he found him, he threw himself down at Jesus' feet. Now Luke downplays that moment and tells us that he thanked him. But I bet that's an understatement, don't you? What a thanksgiving that must have been. Not only was the man whole and healthy again, he was now clean and able to rejoin his community and his, his family. He was no longer an outcast. He could go home again. As an afterthought, it seems, Luke adds, and he was a Samaritan. Well, what does that mean? It means that he was the one least likely to show gratitude because the Jews and Samaritans did not get along. They didn't like each other. And in the eyes of the Jews, this man was a double outcast, Samaritan and leper. Jesus, of course, noticed the absence of the other nine. Where are the others, he asked. Only one, a foreigner, came back and showed thankfulness. It's possible that this is a story the evangelist told to show that Jesus did not discriminate, that he came for the foreigners, for the outcasts, and for people from other nations, not just Israel. It's also possible that Luke wanted to remind us that many times we ask God for mercy when things aren't going well with us. But when we receive mercy, we forget about God and how he cares for us. It's possible, isn't it? But this story is simple and it's human. And it shows us that Jesus was touched by this man's gratitude. Perhaps he was hurt by the other's ingratitude. It's easy for us to forget God, isn't it? Have you ever noticed that how some people who have nothing to do with church or faith blame God for all their misfortunes, and yet when good things happen to them, they never thank God for the good things. Well, today's story is very much the story of the human condition. Gratitude is good, and what flows from a grateful spirit is also good. Being grateful to God fills us with the desire to praise God. And when we cry out for mercy, God hears us and he answers. And then the response is up to us. Are you grateful for all God has done for you? Are you grateful for the people that he's placed in your life? Are you grateful for life itself? You should be. And if you are grateful, then things will be better. Things will go better. Get up. Go on your way. Your faith has made you well. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Good and gentle God, whose love brings healing to lives that are broken 
and to the hungry bread, whose word is comfort when walking in darkness and grace to those in need, we bring our grateful thanks to you. To you, O Lord, whose love has no end and no beginning, yet lives within our hearts, whose grace is precious beyond understanding, yet offered to us all, we bring our grateful thanks to you. To you, our Father, who hears us when we cry, who heals us when we hurt, who comforts us when we are broken, we offer you our thanks today with grateful hearts. Help us to be truly grateful. Father, we pray today for those who are sick and for everyone who is in pain. We pray for those who are tired and for folks who are uncertain and for those who need direction. We continue to pray for peace today, for lands scarred by war, for communities and neighborhoods torn apart by violence or drugs. We pray for those who are afraid. We pray for peace for anyone and everyone feeling stress, pressure, and uncertainty. We ask for justice. Fill us with your spirit to work for peace, to bring justice, and to offer grace and mercy. Help us to love the things that you love and to be made angry by the things that make you angry. And now using the words debts and debtors, let us pray with boldness the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As always, thank you for joining me today. I really do hope these words were helpful to you. If so, will you like, review, and share this message? If you leave a good review, it will help other people find and benefit from these words. Also, if you have a need or a prayer request, please leave a message in the comment section and be assured that I will be praying for you and your need. This week, your job is to love at least three people and make sure at least one of them doesn't deserve it. Why? Because everyone needs love and everyone needs to know that God loves them no matter what, right? Remember, with Jesus, we always, always, always have Oh, now receive these words of benediction today. May the Lord bless you and protect you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his face to you and grant you his peace. Amen. Amen.